Hey, this is Todd and Julie Mullen, senior pastors here at Christ Fellowship Church in South Florida. Whether you're across the street or across the world, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy week to join for this message. We hope that it encourages you and inspires you to get more out of life. If I ask you this question at the very beginning of the year, how would you like to really know God's will for your, your life? But maybe even forget your life because that can be long. How, how many of you would just like to know God's will for your life this year? Does that resonate with you? Yeah, give me as much light as you can, guys. I, that resonates with me too. And I'm gonna take you to a passage of scripture in Matthew 5. It's one of my favorites, Jesus teaching about salt and light. So let's go. He said, let me tell you why you're here. Now, let's just stop right here. Jesus is talking and he's saying to you and me, let me tell you why you're here. In other words, I'm about to unveil to you my will for your life. You're here to be salt seasoning that brings out the God flavors of this earth. And if you lose your saltiness, how will people taste godliness? You've lost your usefulness and will you end up in the garbage? Here's, and then he goes, I love this. He said, now here's another way to put it. In other words, he said, if you, if you don't understand uh, the salt illustration, he said, you're also here to be light, bringing out the God colors in the world and God is not a secret to be kept. We're going public with this as public as a city on a hill. If I make you light bearers, you don't think I'm going to hide you under a bucket, do you? I'm putting you on a light stand. Now that I put you there on a hilltop, on a light stand, shine. Keep open house, be generous with your lives, and by opening up to others, you'll prompt people to open up with God, your generous, this generous Father, which is in heaven. I take, I take this passage so serious because I do believe, if you say, John, what is God's will for my life? It's very simple. He, he wants you to be salt and light. Jesus said this. John didn't say this. And, and I keep it, take it so serious that on, on the back of my iPhone, I don't know if the camera can pick this up or not, but on the back of my iPhone is, is, is you know, it's a salt shaker, you follow me, and a light bulb. And underneath it just says basically, be these. Because that's, that's what I'm to be. So when people say, well, I wonder what God wants me to do. I, want, I wonder what he wants for my life. It's so simple. He's already told us he wants us to be salt. And, and, he, and, he, wants us, and he wants us to be light. So with that kind of as the foundation, I ask myself, well, then how do I do this? How, how do I become the best salt I can be for him? How do I become the best light that I can be for him? And my journey has gone over 50 years of really asking that question. How, how can I be the best salt and light? And so and in my young age of very young 20s, I, I learned to share my faith because I, I felt that that was important. If I was gonna be salt and light, I had to go to people that would never go to church because most of the people, they don't ever come to this church or anybody's church. So, so I, learned to, I learned to share my faith and, and then I wanted to teach my congregation how to share their faith. And I had a, an executive that worked for DuPont. And one day he was showing me a pen that DuPont had with a little window on the side. And every time you'd click the clicker, it would have another DuPont product. And I thought, man, I think I'm going to put the plan of salvation on a pen. And so I designed a pen that, and, and it had a little window and you'd click it once, repent, believe, confess, receive, you know what I mean, with the scriptures. And, and I, I literally, I had tens of thousands of them made. 
And I gave them to everybody in my church. I said, memorize those verses, you know. And, you know, when you're, when you're somebody, just pull out the pen and share with them, you know, four things. Repent, believe, confess, receive. And, and, and so I, start, I, I started that. And then, and then I started helping churches develop a, a program that would, would help their people to even be more contagious and be better salt and, and be better light. And the story can go on and on and on of all the ways that I've tried to help people experience what I experience. Okay, so let, let me just tell you what I experience. Every week I experience the privilege of sharing my faith with people. I, I'm not talking about here. I mean, I'm not talking about preaching. I'm not talking about teaching. But personally, just one-on-one. Every, every, every week I I had a great week last week, even though I'm physically not well. I, 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 was, able to, I was able to share with two business people um, uh, my faith, and, and both, of them, both of them received Christ. Neither one of them ever go to church. They don't have a clue. They're lost as, you know, they're, yeah, they're, they're just wonderful people, lost as a goose. You know what I'm talking about. And, and, and I, was able to, I was able to share my faith with them. And, and I, I'm so passionate to help you do this, to do it well. Uh, Todd, Julie, and Mark and I were having dinner the other night, maybe a, a couple weeks ago. And I told him, I said, if I can do anything for you, I mean, I love to preach, love this. I mean, who wouldn't? If you can't preach to this crowd, you ought to go home. You know what I mean? I mean <laughs> in fact, if somebody says they're called to preach, put them at Christ's fellowship. And if you can't preach here, I mean, you weren't called. I just, you know, it's over. And so I love this. I love this teaching with you. I love it. But I said, first, anything I could really do is I would love to help the staff and I would love to help all the congregation really live this incredible um, dynamic life of sharing faith and watching people, people that you care for, people that you love, really come to Christ. I mean, come to Christ. I mean, no, I mean I'm not talking about you have to get them to church to get them to come to Christ, but, but you yourself, Share your faith with them. I mean, how many of you have somebody in your life, maybe it's a family member, I have no, but they just don't know God. And, and you just think, man, if I could just, I would love to be the, wouldn't you love to be, would you not love to be the person that introduced them to God? I mean, it, it, this is kind of like a Christian IQ test, isn't it? I, I mean, does that, now talk to me, does that resonate with you? That, you know, that I'd like to, I would like to, I would like to do this. So, I've done many, I, I wrote a book, Change Your World. Many of you got that book. In fact, I was gonna sign that one today because it really helps people understand, again, how to be salt and light. So, I'm, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk to you, uh, I'm gonna give you, we're gonna have some, I'm gonna give you four pictures of what I think salt and light looks like. And then, but with that, what I'm gonna do is at the end, we're gonna do motions. By the time you leave here in about 25 minutes, you will literally, you will, you will be able to explain to someone else how to be salt and light, okay? That's, that, that's my goal. So the first picture I want you to think of is a waterfall, okay? Let's start with a waterfall. And it's a, it's a beautiful picture. Uh, and it's a, it's a beautiful picture because we all love waterfalls. There's something very beautiful. There's something very energizing about moving water. There's something very nourished. I mean, when you think of that water falling down on the ground below and the nourishment that it brings, the refreshment that it brings to people. And, and, and that's the first picture I, I want you to have. And by the way, when you have that picture of a waterfall, that, that picture is you. I, I want, 
I want you to be a waterfall in people's life. I, when they see you, I want them to look at you and I want them to think there's refreshment here. There's energy here. There's, there's life here. Uh, think about, just think of it in this analogy. Uh, there are world famous fountains. I mean, there, there are fountains in the world. I mean, you can go to Italy. I mean, and there are famous fountains that you go to see. But nobody ever said they wanted to go see a drain. No, nobody. I, I, you, you don't go to any kind of a, like, you know, you, you, you don't, I mean, as a tourist, you don't go to the concierge and say, you know, we, are there any drains in the city that we could take pictures of? You, you, you see, and the reason I'm using that is, is a, a waterfall, a fountain refreshes. And there are some people, there are some people, they are refreshers, and then there are some people, they're depressors. You follow me? There are just some people, you just get around them, and honest to God, you just, after a half hour, just say, take me home, Jesus. Just, you know, just, I, 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 you know what I'm talking about? You know, there, there's nothing engaging, there's nothing uh, exciting, there's nothing refreshing, there's nothing appealing about their life. You know, Paul in Galatians 5, and I've used this scripture here before because it's, it's become a real powerful verse for me in trying to help, help people be salt and light. But when he talks about the fruit of the Spirit, and by the way, the fruit of the Spirit in Galatians 5, what the fruit of the Spirit is, is just what, what Paul would call varied expressions of divine love. So when you read the fruit of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, all that other what those are, those are expressions of unconditional divine love of which Paul said, the fruit of the spirit, he, he produces this fruit within us. So this is something that God gives you and me. Why does he give this to us? So that we can be refreshing, so that we can be a waterfall to people, so that we can be a fountain to people. And, and it, it, what are the expressions? Joy that overflows, peace that subdues, patience that endures. Kindness in action, faith that prevails, gentleness of heart, strength of spirit. That, that is so appealing, that is so attractive. You, you, just wanna, you just wanna go down and sit beside that. You just wanna say, I, 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 wanna, I wanna know somebody that has a peace that subdues and a kindness in action. I, I get so hungry for just kindness in action. And, 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 and then Paul closes this by saying, Never set the law above these qualities. What the Apostle Paul said is, do never think, listen to me, the law always disappoints. The law always comes up short. The law is never sufficient. It never has been. And yet I watch Christians get so wrapped up in legalism and, and so wrapped up in rules and regulations and what they do and what they don't. And I just sit there and I say, honest to God, there's nothing appealing about you at all. Nothing. And as Christians, we have a choice. <coughs> as Christians, we have a choice. And the choice is we can either curse the darkness or we can turn on the light. And as for me, I am tired of Christians cursing the darkness. Let's start turning on the light. And you turn on the light by becoming this refreshing. You, you ought to make, you ought to be in your, you ought to be making people hungry every day to know God. 
I mean, hungry. I mean, they, they ought to be looking at you and me and they ought to be saying, I want what they have. What, what, what they're showing, what they're living, what they're displaying, that, that makes me hungry. Okay, so the first picture is, is a picture of you as a waterfall, okay? The second picture is a picture of joining hands. And, it, and it's a picture of teamwork. It's a picture of working together. And, and, and it's essential because the work of the Great Commission, the work of salt and light is for the community to come together. It, it, it's, it's, um, one is too small of a number to achieve greatness. And when I started off as a young salt and light practicer, I realized that I could, I could win a lot of people to Christ. But if I would just join hands, then all of a sudden there could be a compounding effect. And I'm, I'm hoping sometime in the spring that I'll have an opportunity, I think I will on a Saturday, to take a half a day and just share with I, hopefully hundreds as many want to come, how, how, to, really, how to really do this. But it's, it's coming together. It's, it's Mother Teresa saying, I can do what you cannot do, you can do what I cannot do, but together we can do great things. And it's the, it's the teamwork, it's the, it's, it's the partnership that compounds scripturally. You know, if a thousand, if one will give a thousand, put a thousand to flight, the Bible says two will put 10,000. There's a, there's a compounding when we come together. So the pictures of salt and light is that yes, it's, I'm responsible to let my light shine, but if we come together, the light's even bigger. And think of our think of our New Year's or our Christmas Eve service with the with the lighting of the candles and, and how beautiful it was. Okay, so that's the second picture. You're getting it. You're doing real well. We got the we, we got the waterfall which represents you and I are refreshing. Remember this: go out and be a fountain. Don't be a drain. Does that make sense to you? How many of you know a drain? How many of you know some drains? Yeah, yeah, dear Lord, take them home, Jesus. Take them home. And the second picture is joining hands. The third picture is a ladder, okay? I want you to have this picture of a ladder because this is, the ladder is, is, a, is a beautiful resource and tool to help people climb up to their potential. And, and what I want you to do when you're thinking of the ladder here in this, in this setting is I not only want you to think of the ladder that helps people climb to their potential, I want you to think of it as that you're holding the ladder for them. That it, it's not like, boy, here's a ladder, good luck. But it's, it's let, me, let me stabilize the ladder. Let me, let me serve you. Let, let me hold the ladder for you. You see, Jesus so incredibly teaches us about the surprises of servanthood. And, and they're all surprises. He said, if you, he said, here's how this works. If you want to be first, you have to be last. If you want to be lifted up, you've got to humble yourself. If you want to become the greatest, then you've got to become the servant. If you want to be first, you've got to be last. If you want to rule, you've got to serve. If you want to live, you've got to die. He gives us all these incredible surprises, these paradoxes. And basically what he was saying is very simple, very simple, that you become salt and light not by telling people what they ought to become. You become salt and light by holding the ladder for them and showing them an example and it becoming their chief encourager to climb and to get and reach that potential themselves. You see, 
what I, what I learned was this in, in, in my servanthood surprise is that what I thought was serving others is what I should do. And, and what, I, what I got was the fact that I, I got a heart that valued people when I started serving others. And, and what I thought was that serving others was important to people. And then you know what I found out? I found out serving others is important to Jesus. You know, wow. You know, what did Jesus say? He said, you know, when I was hungry, you fed me and I was thirsty and you gave me something to drink and I was naked and you clothed me. Now, I want you to notice all those people were surprised. They said, wait a minute, we don't understand. When were you naked? When were you hungry? When were you thirsty? He said, well, when you did this to the least of these, when you held the ladder for them, when you served them, he said, I want you to understand, you, 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 you were doing that for me. So what I want you to understand is even good people don't get the big picture. That every time we, we hold the ladder, every time we serve, we get a, we get a come face to face with, with Jesus. In fact, God values people so much that when we value people, he takes it personally. He takes it personally. He said, oh my, you just fed me. You just served me. Oh my, you just visited me. You, you, you just clothed me. So, so as we're getting these pictures of salt and light now, that refreshing waterfall, that's us. And it begins with me, and, and, but, but we then come together to be able to mobilize the diversity of gifts within the body. And as we, as, as, as we come together, we come together to serve, to hold the ladder, to help people reach their potential. And then the fourth picture is just a picture of the heart, which represents the values of, of a person. And again, it's out of the heart where the abundance of life and things come. It's the heart. It's the heart that needs to be changed. It's the heart that needs to be transformed. You, 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 can, you can never measure up. It, 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 it's not how many things do I know and how many rules do I keep. It's, you know, David was a, a man after God's own heart. He wasn't a perfect man, but he was a man that had a heart. He had a heart for God. Life change, salt and light transformation. It, it can't be done legally. I think I shared with you that a couple of years ago, the, the king invited me to come to Saudi Arabia and I spent a weekend with the family and they wanted to do some transformation and become what they would call a moderate Muslim country. That's a different story, but... But anyway, I was privileged to have some little time and, and, and hopefully add value to them. But he made an edict because, you know, in Saudi Arabia, it's a kingdom. It's not a, it's a kingdom. So the king says it, you do it. And, and he made an edict that by 2030, that uh, Saudi Arabia would be a transformed country. And so I'm spending the weekend trying to help them. They said, you, you, you do country transformation, help us do this. And, and I'm trying to connect really well with them because I want to tell them that even if the king makes an edict that you, have to, that you have to be transformed by 2030, that doesn't mean you're gonna be transformed because you can't legalize transformation. It has to be the heart. So I waited till the last day. In fact, I waited till the last talk. I mean, I, it was kinda like, well, you know. If they shoot me, they shoot me, but here we go. I can see them taking me backyard, putting a, blindfold, he's sticking a cigarette in my mouth, you know. And, <coughs> and, they, and it, was, it was a beautiful experience. It really was a very beautiful experience because my whole last talk was 
The king can mean well for the country, but the king can't change the country. You have to change yourself. It's a values issue, and I realize that in America that we, we, we don't have a law problem. I, you know, when all the Christians go fighting over all the laws, I thought, dear God, you know, I wish they could get some depth in their life. Doesn't matter, the laws, the laws don't change anyone, never have. You, you can't make laws. If, if you have, a, if you have a, a vile heart and a wrong heart, you'll break any law. That, I mean, laws mean nothing to people. You, you, gotta, you gotta change the heart. Salt and light, salt and light is about values. It's not about laws. And I, you know, I, I, if Christians would be as passionate about living the fruit of the spirit as they were trying to get laws changed in the country, we'd have a country, we'd have a revival in our country. We've, 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 we've told, we've, we have completely, totally, ridiculously, immaturely, childishly lost our way. It's okay, we'll, we'll get it back. But it's a picture I want you to see is the heart and the values. So we, we're refreshing to people, attractive to them. We're a fountain, not a drain. We, we come together, we, we, we offer servanthood, we, we give tools and resources to help people reach their potential. But we know this, we're going for the values of the heart. That that's where the change is. And the fifth picture is a picture of a table, just a little table like this. And, 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 and salt and light happens in community. It happens in a small group. It doesn't happen in a building this size with these many people. It happens when you, when you get into your small groups and you, and you begin to share and you begin to talk and you begin to, to learn and you begin to hear each other. I mean, I have a degree in counseling. I've done speaking all my life. I've done training programs, resources. I got, but can I tell you, by far the most effective way to change lives is in tables. You, lives are changed one, one table at a time. And here's why. This is just recent research and it's powerful. And I think I asked him to put it on the screen for you. Here's how we learn. Knowledge, we, just in what we know, we, it's about 5% of what we learn. But when you put knowledge in jet demonstration, when you, when you model what you have heard, now all of a sudden it increases to 20%. But then you put knowledge, demonstration, and practice. In other words, we got start doing it and it jumps up to 40%. But then watch this one. When you put knowledge, demonstration, practice, and sharing, it increases to 90%. You see, the power of the table is the fact that those four dynamics are constantly at the table. People are constantly in a place of, of learning, watching, demonstrating, practicing, sharing what is happening. And it's all of this, when it all comes together, it's just an incredible, amazing thing. And, and we're, we're really discovering this. We're, we're having breakthroughs around the world right now. And I don't have, it's not my place or time to talk to you much about them, but, but we, we're just having breakthroughs. And, and we're having breakthroughs in schools. And we're having breakthroughs in public schools. We're, we're getting into public schools with these round tables, with values. And, and by the way, those values, they're, they're, there are no scriptures attached to it. You gotta understand, I'm, I'm going to a secular world. Relax out there, Christians. Take a pill, would you please? Would you just please let me get in the front door and have a conversation with somebody without somebody getting a little nervous on me, okay? Just relax, you're okay. And in fact, we, in South Carolina, where they're modeling it right now for, are you ready? 190,000 junior high kids 
in South Carolina, in the public schools, in the public schools. You see, I, I've always believed I could get in the public schools. I just don't listen to Christians because they discourage me too much. They discourage me too much. If you would work on creativity as much as you work on hate, you'd get a lot further in your life. You, 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 you would go a lot longer if you could get for something instead of having about 27 things you're against. You got you to start where they are, and it's very exciting what's happening. What's happening, just word of mouth. But we're now in South, we're going to have a model next year. Next year, I will speak at the National Superintendents Convention in America to the public schools. And we'll have, we'll have a one-year model in South Carolina of them practicing these values in the classroom. The, the Secretary of Education in Guatemala, every public school in Guatemala now has it in their curriculum. The, the Secretary of Education shared with me, said, John, our teachers tell us in three weeks, in three weeks, they can see a positive change in the attitude of the kids as soon as they start picking up these values in their life. And I, I, I'm very excited about this. I'm very, and I'm very excited about hopefully this year sharing with you how to do tables. I mean, tables where you, where you really talk about values and, and, and tables where you bring people who do not know God. I, I, let me explain something to you. I, I don't know how many tables you need with other Christians. I don't know how many dinners you need with other Christians. But could you ever once in a while break away from your boring mode? And could you get some lost people in the room? Could, 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 could we just once in a while get over our insecurities and say, I'll tell you what, let's go for lost people. You, you follow me? Let's just, let's just, and, and what we're finding is lost people are so hungry for this. They're so receptive for this. In tables, we have, we have, we have several hooks in the water, but one of them is called Beyond Success. I'll probably teach that here sometime on a Saturday. But on Beyond Success, it's just a small group where you get together for six weeks. And in those six weeks, we talk about different values. On the last week, I'm doing an eight-minute video, and then there's a workbook, eight-minute video every week. I do a little teaching. Boom, that kind of pulls some lost people in for you. And then at the last, at the last session, I said, now, I've taught you these success values in life. There's one other that I haven't taught, but I would have to have your permission. I would want it to only be voluntary. I said, I'd like to share my faith. And I would like to tell you the secret of my real success is God. But it's voluntary, so we'll do it at a different session. If you want to, you can come back for the next session. We find 90% of the people that go to those tables come back for the session, and 50% of those people receive Christ after that session. Now, it's, you know, I have a dream, I have a dream of, 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 of Christ Fellowship because it's my church. I have a dream of this church catching this. Because I want to promise you, if you, catch, if you catch the Beyond Success table, where you just, you do it in a small group, six, seven people, it's not complicated at all. But we, if you catch it, there would be, we would have a harvest of winning people to Christ this year of, of literally thousands of people that we would never even imagine that we could experience. And so that's coming down the road. And that's why I'm kind of laying this out to you because God, what's, what's God's will for your life? God's will for your life is very simple. God's will for your life, his will for your life, it's to be salt and light. Is for us to just constantly make things better and constantly make things brighter. Now, there's one other picture that I'm going to do. We're going to go do the motions, and, and then we'll be done. Okay. Picture number six. You're so good. You're so patient. Thank you. The, the, the sixth picture is a picture of a bridge. 
And, and, and when I think of a bridge, it's always encouraging me. I love bridges because what makes, bridges makes, bridges allow us to go places that without them we could not go. That's right. Just like ladders help people climb out of a bad situation, bridges help people cross over to a better situation. And, and, and salt and light people, they're bridges. And as we even think of this year, in fact, I would almost preach this message. I didn't, I almost preached a message on three bridges for today. Uh, there are bridges to burn, which is the bridges that we say, I'm not going back. There are the bridges to cross, which says, I'm not staying here, I'm going over there. And then there's the bridges to build, which is for the future, for the next generation. That'll be another sermon, okay? That's just, you know, that, I'm throwing stuff at you and I'm sick. What would happen if I was well today? You have no clue. Okay. So, so, now, so, so now that we've kind of got the, do you have the idea what salt and light looks like? Uh, okay, so now let's, let's think about it for a moment because I'm going to pull this aside because I'm going I'm to lead you in some motions here in a second. Okay, it begins with me, all right? begins with you. In fact, kind of point to yourself, would you do? It, it starts right here, okay, right here. Okay, and, and, and by the way, we're to be waterfalls, aren't we, huh? We're to be waterfall, we're to be refreshing. So it begins with me, but, but it doesn't stay with me. It, 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 it gets better and bigger when I want join, join hands, right? You just join hands with somebody. Just shake their hand. Okay, this is good. Okay, but but then but then there's more to it. Don't don't miss this. It it it, it begins with me, and then you know, salt and light begins with me, uh, and then we join hands, and then we enable people. Think of the ladder, to climb up to their potential. That's exactly what we're doing. Yeah, yeah, I know. I'm making motions and. Yes, you're going to be doing all this in a moment. So, you know, the person is just disgusted right now. Tell them to get with it. You follow me? Because we're all going to do it. And, and the one that doesn't do it, I'll bring them up on stage and we'll look at them. So, my name is John and I'm your friend. And I have no shame. And if I'm this maddening when I'm sick, think how bad it is when I'm well. Okay. So now here we go. It's a, it begins with me. It, it, salt and light begins with me. But then, but then it increases and continues when we join hands to, to help people climb, that's that ladder, climb up to the potential. What, 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 now, when they climb up, to, how do they get to their potential? By learning. By learning and living good values. Values are here. By learning and living good values. And, and where do they learn and live these good values? Uh, around tables, right around tables. Just around tables. That's right. And, 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 and when, we, when we do that around the table, then what we do is we, we build a bridge. You with me? A bridge. That's right. You're, you're slow, but I'm waiting. Bridge. You see, a bridge to a better future. Okay. All right. Okay, you, you were quite pitiful, to be honest with you. But that's all right. That I'm, I'm, it's, you're about to be unpitiful. Unpitiful. Let's all stand together. Okay, you'll never forget this. You'll, you'll never forget this. Okay, you're ready. Oh, this is exciting. In fact, in fact, we're just going to have some fun now for a minute. And, but, but, but before you have fun, you've got to expect you're going to have fun. So are you going to have some fun here? You ready? Huh? You got it, huh? You got it. Okay, here we go. Here we go. You know, salt and light. Okay, salt and light begins in me joining hands to help people Climb up to their potential 
to learn and live good values around the table to build a bridge to a better future. Oh, come on, give me some. Well, that was, I, I, I'll have to say that was beyond my expectation for the first time. Because I, I have another teaching called You're Never Good the First Time. And you aren't, and I'm not. So we're going to do it again. Now, and, and now you now do the motions, but you kind of got the words, so kind of say it with me. And okay, are you ready? Huh? Okay. All right, yeah, you're ready. All right, here we go. Salt and light begins in me when I join hands with others to help people climb up to their potential to learn and to live good values around tables to build a bridge to a better future. Come on. Oh. That, that, okay, okay. We have to, one more time. Uh, 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 and then I collapse. You with me? So, so yeah, but we had to, they, I mean, because really, you're really getting good. You're really getting good. And, and see, I've, I've given you a visual of the pictures. I've given you the motions. And, and the reason I want you, to, I want you to really spend the next couple of, of, of weeks just in your new year thinking about how, how, do I, how do I go through all these things to become salt and light? And then I'll, I'll do more training. I'll do more training. By the end of this year, uh, by the end of this year, it's highly probable that every one of you will share your faith and lead somebody to Christ. Would you like that? I mean, every one of you, every one of you, every one of you. Okay, here we go. So, so, okay, you would like that. I can, okay, one more time. You ready? Now, now, look at your neighbor and, and say to them, watch me. I'm doing this a little better than you. Okay, just watch me. All right, are you ready? Okay, here we go. Come on. All right, are you ready? Here we go. Salt light begins with me as I join hands with others to help people climb up to their potential to learn and to live good values around table to build a bridge to a better future. God bless, I love you. Give yourself a hand. Thank you again for spending time with us today. If you're looking to take a step in discovering the more that God has in store for you, just text the word podcast to the number 441-441 and select the option that applies to you. And if you enjoyed this message, make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. A special thanks to those of you who generously give to all that God is calling us to do together. It's because of you that everything that we do is possible. We'll see you right back here for next week's message.